everyone, it's Melissa. Welcome back to another episode of the Soulful Angle podcast. As always, I'm super happy that you're here. So this week, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Sarah Whitaker, who is the owner and client success manager at Williams Advertising and branded by Williams. Sarah is awesome. She was born into promo and she is blazing her own trail. And just really, it's so nice to see from one female to another, somebody who is completely engaged in what they do, who's leading such a successful career and really cares about their clients and the quality of work that they do. So I have been following Sarah for quite some time on social media, and she is crushing it on Instagram and LinkedIn with lifestyle content. So that is the basis for our conversation this week. We talk about her choice to lean into LinkedIn and Instagram. In addition, we talk about how she creates lifestyle content on behalf of her company, the type of tools she uses, the workflows and processes she has in place with her team, and also how she's gained leads through social media. So it's a really great conversation. Let's dive in and talk to Sarah. Thank you so much for agreeing to record with me bright and early on a Friday. I'm so excited. Yes. Get into me too. Questions. Yes. I've heard nothing but amazing things about you. I've seen you, I feel like all over social media. So <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I got to talk to this girl. So how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah, no, it's my pleasure. So I wanted to know more about you. I heard that you grew up in promo. So a lot of the guests that we've had so far, they've kind of stumbled their way into promo like I have. But for somebody who's grown up in the business, you know, what did that look like to you? So I would say that my some of my earliest memories of promo, um, so my grandfather started the company um, in 1985, Williams Advertising. And my early memories consist of going to his office and, you know, drawing after school um, little pictures. And then also he had this great metal filing cabinet that had magnets, whether they were um, samples or whether they were things that he had done he had that just filled and so I would go in and organize those and it's so funny I guess everything comes full circle when he was still with us my daughter would go in and that is the cabinet that she would like to do that with so it's just funny but um you know I I just it, it was something he always did as I was growing up and you know I really um didn't get into it until 2015 is when I joined the company and I really joined the company thinking uh, my my marketing background was coming in and I was going to start a marketing agency within the promo agency Um, and then I got interested in promo so that's when uh, we decided to grow that side of the business as well. So that's awesome. No, I love it. I love that it's come full circle. And now like yeah. your daughter will be like coming in to work with you one day, yeah. I feel like, which I think is so cute. So yeah. for both divisions of your company, Williams Advertising and Branded by Williams, you know, how are you facilitating the services for both sides? And are you focusing like on a specific niche? You know, mm-hmm. how are you kind of setting yourselves apart from your competition? Yeah, so so we uh, branded is a relatively new brand within Williams Advertising. So Williams Advertising, we do um, full service marketing um, on the marketing side more so than the promo. We work with more local, smaller businesses uh, typically, um, and then on the promo side, you know, we work with anybody anywhere. So. 
sort of broke off branded by Williams because those are two different audiences a lot of the time. Right. Um, even, you know, even if we're working with other agencies um, as clients, you know, they don't need us to manage their social. They don't need us to design things all the time or, um, you know, some of those other services that we work with people on. So last year we decided that that was going to be something that we actually, yeah, we decided last year, then COVID. And so we just launched it this year um, with branded being its own thing and kind of allowing us to really get in more details about what we do in promotional products. Okay. No, I think that's awesome because I feel like it's the way that you've grown your business. It seems like it's so natural and organic, especially like branded by Williams, like in such a nice compliment to what you're doing, because right, like you have that ability to service your local community with things like social media management, like pay-per-click, like website services, mm -hmm. things like that, specifically in the marketing niche. But then also too, it's like this nice way of people, if they eventually become interested in using promotional products, like you have that arm as well. So like, are there any specific audiences that you're focusing on in like either promotional products and in small business like small business for branded by williams and then uh, uh promotional products excuse me for williams advertising no we really work with just about anybody any okay. types of companies you know um i and i think that's something that you know, when we looked, when, when COVID first hit, we mm -hmm. looked at, okay, who are our clients? How can we best support them? What's going to happen? Yeah. You know, and, and we really have a broad spectrum of clients. So that's nice that we didn't just have one industry or one certain thing that we were, um, you know, helping. So. No, that's cool. I think that's wonderful. Um, I wanted to ask you because when I was reviewing your social media marketing, um, I really love your approach to social media, I feel like when you have a, what I would consider like a soft sell, you know, it's it's very subtle and I don't even necessarily notice the product, you know, first, like I notice the moment that you've captured, like whether it's a branded tote bag and you're walking across like the street, you know, in your town, it's like such a great lifestyle shot. And then when I went through your Instagram, I was going through your LinkedIn, I was like, wow, she's really got lifestyle content down pat. And I think that that is so hard to do, especially when obviously like, you know, it is content that is semi business focused, but it's right, not right. like here is a promotional flyer of your list of like sales and specials, you know, right, right. and sometimes it's a hat trick to do that in a way that feels like you're engaging and opening a conversation with your audience versus like, bye, 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 bye. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and yeah. I think you do it so well. So like, you know, what inspired um, your approach? Like, was mm -hmm. there a singular moment? Was it just kind of like, I noticed this gets better results? Like, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, I think it's really my personal experience in shopping and what I gravitate towards. So, um, you know, and, and I even notice this when I'm looking at supplier catalogs. If you show me product that is just on a white background, I don't have the same reaction to it as if you show it in my life how I would use it. 
And mm. so as I got kind of thinking about, you know, taking a note from retail, you know, if you look at anything that are, you know, everybody is shopping from and, and social media or retail websites, you know, it's all about lifestyle and how is this product used? And I think that that spills over to promotional products in that, you know, if we're wanting people to buy these things to use in life, we better show them how they should use it in life. So that's just kind of, you know, rather than rather than just show something like on a flyer or just out there, you know, on its own, we want to say, this is how this product could integrate into your life. And then a step further is, you know, like I'm looking at my desk and I have four different branded items on my desk right now. And it's because we're using these things, we're enjoying these things. Um, and we want to show you how enthusiastic we are about these items, because we believe that your you know, end users will be too. So it just kind of, you know, taking a moment to capture that moment is uh, the challenge, I guess, but it's not that challenging in that we're already using these items. Um, so I don't know, it just, it just is how I respond to things. And I think a lot of people do. And I think too, when you, when you're too salesy, you know, it, it's, that's not why people are on social media, they're on there to be social. So yeah. I think that honestly, like exactly what you said, like people are on there to be social and also too, like uh, there's a little element I think of escapism. Don't you feel like online, mm -hmm. like maybe it's um, like we were talking earlier uh, on the broadcast, uh, I mean, prior to the broadcast about like what we do in our free time. So I know for me, sometimes like when I need to decompress, like I'll just go into my phone. And next thing I know, like, you know, somebody has a really great image or a piece of multimedia and I'm down like that rabbit hole. So I feel like it's a really great way to get that brand awareness, but also to like get somebody to start engaging and kind of like raise their hand for interest in your business without being pushy and kind of like empowering them. So it's like a decision that's more natural for their purchase decision. Cause I think that's really, really important. So for you, cause I feel like you are definitely the vocal point and a lot of the content that is on social, but I also see shots of your team. It seems like yeah. you have an amazing like company culture, which is so nice to see. And yeah, and it seems like it's very um, like family oriented. So that being said, like for you, is there any advice that you would give somebody on creating better lifestyle content? Like whether it is writing copy, copy or, um, creating an image that invokes the right emotion and the right context. Yeah, I mean, a lot of our stuff, we've just gotten really comfortable um, with being our goofy selves on there. So <laughs> that's step one, you know, like I actually came in this morning and we got a new, a new self promo item. And I came in and I said, here's the idea. And it's, I mean, just watch our social. It's going to be great. It's going to be goofy. It's going to be, it's going to be I fun. Can't wait. So, yeah, so we just have some fun with it. Don't take ourselves too seriously. And then as far as actually writing the copy and the content, you know, um, we use a couple different tools really. Um, we use just because we like Dropbox paper. Um, that's kind of a relatively new one for us, but we we use Dropbox for our file sharing. And so I one day by accident kind of found it, but it allows us to collaboratively amongst the team, you know, uh, make sure that we're writing our copy and then whoever is doing the graphics for it can be in there as well. And then I can make sure that we are 
um, hitting the right buckets. So we always want to make sure that if we are talking to a certain audience, you know, maybe we don't have a certain client type necessarily that we're working with or an industry that we are, but we know, you know, we're talking to marketing folks, we're talking to HR folks, um, what's important to them and kind of having that in check when we're writing our copy. Yes. Um, we can organize all of that in that. So we do that. We use Trello to go back and forth and discuss things. Um, you know, when we're creating the graphics, when we're talking about what we want to highlight in our marketing. And then um, we use Hootsuite some too, to plan okay. out our content, keep ourselves accountable on posting. So those are kind of some of the tools that we use for it. That's awesome. Yeah, because I was actually just about to ask you that. So you read my mind. So I was going <laughs> to also ask as well, like outside of um, the tools, do you guys have any hard and fast rules maybe about, you know, best posting times or maybe what you keep in your social schedule or how far out that you plan because i feel like again it seems like it's a very organic process but it's still very on brand which again i think is really hard to do is like making sure there's that consistency so you're having those touches with your your audience online but it doesn't seem like forced like you're putting out any content to put out content it's all very meaningful for your audience yeah, I mean, just um, we, we really don't go as far out as you would think. I mean, okay. we we kind of do it in buckets of time when we have it. And that I mean, okay. I know that's the challenge for, you know, we work with a lot of small businesses on their social media. And so it's no different for ourselves. Honestly, a lot of times it's uh, we take care of ourselves last, you know, and so making sure <laughs> that we have that out there, you know, is is. Um, is a challenge. And so thinking about just block, it really does work better when we block off the time though, and actually do as much as we can. Um, a lot of times if things can coincide, you know, there's the national days of and it's good so that we can plan for it and celebrate accordingly. But a lot of times it'll just be, you know, we get something like we do um, unboxing videos. Those are in yes. the moment, of course, you know, um, when a supplier sends us something and we get all excited about it, you know, we want to show that off. And so we just hit record. And, and honestly, I mean, that going back to the, uh, I guess the organic nature of it or the the real lifeness of it. One day I was here alone and I'm filming one and the tripod just falls right over in the middle of the video, you know, and I just <laughs> kept on going. I mean, it is what it is. So it's not always professional. You're gonna get our real, um, our real selves, but I think that's, you know, I think that's good. And I think as things go more towards, you know, IGTV and reels and TikTok and all the things, you know, it's just real life. So I think as authentic as you can be um, on social media, I think people connect with that too. So 100%. And I love that you said that you kept going because I think that <laughs> is one thing that, you know, hinders people as they're like, oh, you know, like I bit my tongue or, you know, I dropped something or maybe like the lighting wasn't good or something like that. And sometimes like those things are really endearing to people because it feels like a more natural conversation, which I think you guys do really well. So I wanted to ask, you know, through social media, is there maybe like a case study you can share where you got an order or a lead through social media, like somebody noticing a post or content? Yeah, you know, it's really, it's a funny week to be talking about this because there, um, I don't know what's going on this week, but there are about four people that have reached out to me that are past either colleagues or people that I was in a different industry with. They awesome. actually, yeah, we have been connected like on LinkedIn um, and 
they reached out like all in the span of a week and for very different reasons, very different things. But just um, one of them said, hey, you know, we're looking to do something a little bit different. We don't want to get things for an upcoming show that would just be wasted, you know, and we know you kind of approach things differently. And so I'm like, yes, that is true. That is how we do things, you know. And so it's great that what I think we're communicating is resonating with people, people that I haven't worked with, you know, maybe five 10 years in one case um, of another one. And so in that case, she said, uh, another another person said, hey, you know, I know you go to industry shows and I know you're really involved and things like that. And so we know you know more about, and I'm like, great, you know, that is true too. So it's, um, it's just really validating to know that our social is actually connecting to real business needs. So um, one, of the, one of the coolest I will say though, is last year, we had somebody again, LinkedIn, had somebody reach out and send me a message and said, hey, I saw, you know, about a month ago where you guys did those acrylic barriers, you know, uh, the sneeze guards. They said, you know, we just think it's great that you're helping out people right now and wondered that's a new client for apparel because they said, we want to work with a company that's helping people in that way. And so I thought that is so cool that they took the time to do that based on just that project spotlight. That's so neat. No, that makes me so happy to hear. And do you find for your business, like, you know, because I see you're active on multiple platforms, like, are you guys kind of leaning into one more than another or find that you get more traction in another? You know, um, I, I will say it's probably right now, probably LinkedIn and Instagram. Um, you you know, with Facebook, we actually haven't launched a dedicated page for promo on, uh, Facebook. So I, I can't entirely say that that wouldn't connect now that we're more focused, but Williams advertising's on Facebook. And what I found is it's great for our community involvement and things like that here locally. Um, but we were getting more the individual or personal orders or things like that, not corporate inquiries as, as much. We, we do some, but not as much. So um, just with bandwidth, we just decided that, hey, we're going to focus over here on these other couple of platforms. And um, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that that TikTok is a thing, and I know there's several people in the industry that are doing a great job on that. And that's I like whenever it occurs, you know. I, and I, mine is like, if you look at mine, it's a mix of do I think I'm going to be like a travel influencer or a promotional products influencer? I don't know, you know. And I and I rarely post, but you know, I think that one is uh, really really fun, and I spend a lot of time personally over there. So, you know, maybe someday. <laughs> I love it though. I like, it's funny because I've seen so many people migrate from other channels on to like TikTok and Mm -hmm. it's cool to see also too, like there's some people like stalls, heat and printing and things like that. Next Level Apparel just launched one. So I'll be curious to see how kind of like the corporate flavor like goes into what I feel like is a really personal app, but I definitely have seen some of your TikToks and I think that they're so good. So I'm like excited to see more of them. We'll see. Yeah. So I wanted to know, I always like to end with like a fun question. Um, What's like your favorite book you've ever read? So that one's hard and I don't have just one, I think. Um, If we're, if we're talking about just strictly business books, I've read a lot of, um, you know, leadership, business growth, 
sales, that sort of thing. Um, last week, I actually started reading um, Innovation Stack by Jim McKelvey. It's about the founder, or he's the founder of, or co-founder of Square. And it's just, it's really entertaining. And it's just kind of about their unique mix of how they took an idea. And, you know, I'm not finished with it yet, but it's really good. Um, but I really like, I had someone recommend to me Traction and Rocket Fuel. And those are probably my most dog-eared books. Those are just really great books about um, just business planning and, and goal setting and things like that. I love those. I read a book pre-COVID, I guess. And then it feels like a little bit, it was ahead of its time. It's called The Focus Effect by Bruce Bowser. And yeah. it is a, um, you know, talking about that this eight to five thing. And, you know, maybe we don't always have to be physically, you know, in the office uh, for those hours to get our best work. And so just with everything and how the workplace has shifted and how things are going, it's an interesting concept. And so uh, just kind of having that flexibility of mind to get the best results is sort of an interesting, you know, that was a really great book that I read. And then um, one that's not a business book, but I kind of apply it to business. Uh, I don't know if you know, Emily Lay, she has the simplified planners and all of that. Um, she has a great book called Grace, Not Perfection. Okay. And it's just, it's a great life book, but I've applied it to business too. And it's just, yeah. So those are just a few of the top of mind ones, you know. That's awesome. I can't wait to link them and also queue them all up in like Audible because I'm always looking <laughs> for new things to listen to. And they all sound amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me early in the morning, Sarah. This was an incredible conversation. And I know that our audience is going to get so much value from it. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Take care, Sarah. All right. Bye.